Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Guinness World Record holding Fondazi Fire. That's right, everybody. This is a Fondazi Fire Show, and this is a podcast where we ask the question, what do you want? Now, normally the answer would be more fire, but today, today the answer is more ennui. That's right. I'm your host, Adam the Rombaro Soko. And Yay. joining me, as always, is my lovely and beautiful wife on our 12 year anniversary, Katie Mighty Mouse Matryska. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying not to laugh because you got really sad and quiet when you said ennui. 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 <laughs> and joining us for this special podcast about ennui is Brett the Axe. Past. I don't know, are we saying last names? Well, it's weird if you don't know. Well, I'm sorry. I'm we're also joined by Joe. Hello. I, we also have our producer, Teresa. Hi. Kristen <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weeks and Chris Meeks. Hello. Yay, everybody. And we're the introductions. Yay. We made it, everybody. It's only took us an hour. Would you like me to explain to the audience? How we got to the point of deciding to do this topic? Yeah, go for it. All right. Well, after recording an episode a couple weeks ago, a few of us stayed back because we were lonely and we missed each other. And we just stayed on the Zoom meeting and talked for a while. (laughs) And um, just organically, we started talking about, you know, missing performance and how it's made us feel over the last nine months of not performing for large audiences and the struggle of trying to rehearse and trying to be creative and come up with new material when you just have this blank spot about when the next production is going to be. And so after having that discussion, we also spoke with Jim Cunningham, who we interviewed for the spooky Halloween episode, which episode 17, go back and give it a listen. Um, And he said that he was struggling with that a bit, too, and some other performers he'd spoken with. So we decided to, as a service to the performance community, kind of talk about our experience so you know that you're not alone and kind of let our audience know what we've been going through. Right. And we decided that our 12-year anniversary would be the best time to do that. Well, of course. If you're going to talk about something depressing, you should have it be done on a happy day. (laughs) This is a touchy subject for... I think the entire world talk about mental health and depression or ennui mm-hmm. or feeling down or any of those little things. And it's not something that's very, people don't, you know, when they say, how are you doing? People don't go, Oh, I'm having a horrible day. You'd go, Oh, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. So it's a very touchy subject. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason we have the podcast is to help with some of that ennui to give us a outlet of communication and also somewhat performance because uh, I consider the podcast to be a performance as much as it is just a chance to help out anybody who's one of our listeners. And, you know, we when we talked to some of the other legacy podcasts, we really got on the topic of lifting up each other as performances, but sometimes as performers. 
But I feel like sometimes that has to be recognizing what we're doing here today and being a little bit more, a little bit more down at times. Sorry, I'm confused. I don't. <laughs> Since we've used it like 500 times, it's ennui, which is, sorry, ennui is the French word. It's E-N-N-U-I. It is a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupation or excitement. So it is exactly, yeah, exactly really what we're all it. dealing with. Yeah. Good job, whoever saw... randomly grabbed that word. Exactly. Nope. It's Chris. <laughs> I actually saw the other day an article about that there's another word that includes anxiety as well as ennui. So it's like feeling purposelessness, you know, feeling purposeless and anxious and not, and it was like, it originated with monks who just, you know, they're oh, yeah. stuck there. And I can't remember now what the word was. It was, it started with an A. I'd have to look oh. it up, but yeah. And I thought, well, that is exactly it. And, they, and of course, in the article, they were saying, Aren't we all feeling this as we're trapped in our homes and unable to see our friends and unable to perform or go to performances? And so, yeah, of course, I should have looked it up before this because it well, was. <laughs> don't worry, there's still time to. This add is that true. I can find it right now. Um, but search. Yeah, I mean, it's when when was the last time you know? I know that our last official Fondazi performance was. February? Yes, it was yeah. um, the Ice Palace up in uh, Detroit. Detroit right? Lakes. Yeah, Detroit which Lakes. was yeah. an incredible event to be at. And yeah. I'm really glad to have that little treasure of a memory from this year. But the last time all of us were together was at Baraboo at mm -hmm. Rogues and Ruffians, mm -hmm. which episode 15, I think <laughs> we just talked yeah. about that. But yeah. that's this is the longest that we've been apart. Yeah. And it's it's like not going home for your first Christmas that you don't get to go home to see your family or something like that. It's been really hard because in addition to not performing for the audience, we're not seeing our family like we're used to. And that's a whole different level of weird. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's, it's weird. And the weirdness is so depressing. It's confusing and anxiety inducing and depressing. Well, it's also this loss that's, it's an ambiguous loss. It's not a loss that you can really go, I'm grieving this because my so-and-so passed on or I lost this. It's it's this loss that you can't really describe to people unless they're going through it as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's why it's it's good to talk about it because so many people are going through it, but it's it's confusing. This is such a hard-to-process event. Well, I think the last time we saw not the band, but the Adam and Katie, Chris and Teresa was at the Maple Grove gig and we all went and had dinner afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I don't think any of us really even fathomed or crossed our mind that we would be going a full year without doing anything similar to that, yeah. whether even just dinner together. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know, I was just regionally make... thinking that Maple Grove would be coming up rather soon. Uh, and obviously we haven't heard any communication from them. I don't know what they're doing for their tree lighting festival, but I think parades are kind of off the table. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what, the, what they'll do this year, but that's definitely an event that I miss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was all actually time markers. Yeah. 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 Well, Absolutely. With, with seeing the shirt that Chris was wearing yesterday, which is what we bought, got him for a gig, even though it's Halloween and whatnot. I, I started thinking, cause 
these this is around the time where I start trying to coordinate costuming for different functions. And so like Guy Fox is coming up. Yep. And Adam and Brett and now Joe and I, we we do this, usually do this Guy Fox party and we always try to find something fun to wear new and I don't get to do that this year and that's mm. also very depressing. Yeah. And you guys oh, invited what what is that one that where we got the pray for snow hats? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And I was thinking that about that happening. not too long ago and it's like, oh okay, well that's popping out a go. Yeah. Right. I think what you said about time markers, Joe, that's exactly it. Like time is weird right now because it seems like it's going super fast and super slow at the same time. And I hadn't really thought about the fact that we're not, we don't have those events that help us kind of track the mm -hmm. time. And it, that's, that's a really good point. Yeah, it's definitely Maybe that's something we should bring up, you know, all the different markers we have throughout the year. Um, Cause you know, we, we kind of touched on it, but I don't, know that we've actually kind of laid it out um adam maybe you could do it better but we we have certain reoccurring gigs every year mm -hmm. that we kind yeah. of count on and go with and it kind of like i was saying is a time marker for the year and where we're at what season and how far our performing year is going and when we're getting to that little bit of a break through the winter yeah i mean there's things even now as it gets cold like normally in October, you'd be recovering from everything. So like, I've been feeling really tired recently. And part of me wonders, is that because it is just October and we would be really tired normally this time of year? I've been uh, noticing that too, which is so weird. I was having that same, like, am I sick? Is something wrong? Or is my body just so used to being tired that it's tired? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so strange. Because yeah, we'd, we'd normally wrap up the year with Rogues and Ruffians. We would have had seven weekends of Minnesota Renaissance Festival prior to that. And then a, a splattering of other summer gigs, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's doing like a Mana, Iowa or going to Nebraska. Those were all, all things that I had negotiated for in 2021. And now I can look at that and not even know if that's happening. Right. And it, I don't know. I don't think you guys know this, but usually between January and February, I get very anxious and I start questioning Adam. We don't have any gigs, or we don't have gigs that are, you know, we haven't been contacted yet, or we haven't done this, or we don't have anything on the books. And he's always like, calm down. It will come with time. But I have that constant feeling right now because I don't know when I'm going to perform again. And usually it's just a couple mm -hmm. weeks, or it's just a month, maybe two months. And it's not a huge gnawing feeling because I do know that I'm going to perform. But now it's like, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to perform when we're going to see each other when any of this stuff is going to resolve itself yep. mm -hmm. and there's still just a huge gaping hole kind of a black hole we don't know when any of this is going to be possible to do anything whether it's right. families travel gigs yeah. i mean we were when we had that offline conversation a couple weeks ago the other thing that we we're discussing is the difficulty in getting yourself amped up to create new art or to rehearse the stuff that you already know. And um, I know we, I've been wanting to light something up and I'm an adult who has been using fire for 16 plus years. I, I could go out into my own yard, light a prop on fire and play with it on my own, but I haven't. And I can say, well, I was just waiting for Chris to be home from work so we could do it together. But that's a big excuse. Honestly, it's me. I'm choosing to just kind of let that slide because I don't 
I don't feel motivated enough to pick up the fire. And I also think I'm afraid of what it's going to feel like. Yes. I can tell you that I have not engaged with a prop that's a fire prop this entire summer. Um, You won't even open the trailer. Opening the trailer is really depressing because it smells like fire. <laughs> I know. And there hasn't even, like, we still have Wilson over at our house and Brett, you haven't been over to get him yet or we haven't we haven't brought him to you. You haven't needed him. Well, we've had a spare. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we've been, we've been. It's our long-term loan. I know, yeah, Wilson but cries we every night. To pick that up. Wilson cries every night that you uh, left him and replaced him. It's not actually Wilson. Yes, let's make Brett feel better during the depression episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what you were saying, Teresa, that's that's for sure been for me. And I know some of the other band members were saying the same, that we just haven't been picking up our instruments. We haven't been playing. And partially it's because I don't, you know, for Fondazi, I know that there's nothing coming up, but I also don't have theater gigs. I don't have anything. I had been about to join a quartet, like back in February, we were just starting to get together a quartet and now that's gone, you know? So it's just sort of, there's this sort of pointless feeling like, well, why should I pick it up? And I know I need to practice and I know I need to not get rusty, but it's, there's just no drive to do it. And and then, like Adam was saying, when I do, it just sort of feels a little sad and wistful that, you know, that it's not for anything that I can immediately know is coming. Um, so that's made it a little hard to write new stuff, too, because mm-hmm. you can't even play the old stuff. So why write new stuff? But, yeah. Missing that engagement between, you know, having the fire and manipulating that and your interaction with the fire itself, holding the props and the movement in conjunction with the music that we make. I mean, that, that was all part of our passion and mm-hmm. not being able to have it all together in one place. It, it makes it hard. It seems pale by comparison to pick up a prop and go through the motions when you may or may not use the fire and you don't have the live music, that energy is missing. And so it, it lacks something. You know, it's not even the same as, as rehearsing because in rehearsing, at least we have each other and we can jam on each other's energy and the, you know, the vibe that we all bring in and the laughter and the fun that we bring to it. So just working by yourself or in a pair, it's, it's not the same and it's mm-hmm. harder to want to. Yeah, that's that's for sure true with us, with the band, too. Like we bounce off each other so much writing new stuff like it's almost no, you know, we'll say that so and so wrote this or so and so wrote that. But really, it's always a process of collaboration mm-hmm. and so it, it you know and there are ways where we can record it send it to the next and okay how you want to bounce off it but it's it's just not the same as having that immediate energy that you have when you're in the same room and and playing with somebody um i will ask a question <laughs> uh, i know that brett and joe you've been actually doing some work over the summer so you've been able to actually keep things going tell us your secret and what have you been doing well, we've done three uh, public shows. Yeah, three public outdoor shows. Uh-huh. Um, a couple in our own backyard to provide some happiness and silver lining for the neighborhood kids and Fun. the adults. And um, we recently got invited to do a similar show um, with a, some friends of ours and it's very similar styling where they invite their neighbors, everybody sits apart, you know, mask up. 
Um, and that's really gratifying to give these small pockets of entertainment to these folks um, and keep engaging their children. And they really enjoy it. It's something new that's not on the square box of a TV. Um, yeah. Yeah, it started because we were doing some on, we were doing some online variety shows out of our backyard. And we caught some of the neighborhood kids looking through the bushes, trying to yeah. watch what we were doing. <laughs> and so then I, I looked at Joe and I said, well, why don't we just put on a show for the neighborhood? So we went out and invited all the neighbors and put on a show in the front yard. And then um, it was a lot of fun. Everybody really liked it. So two months later, we did it again. And this time, actually, the entire uh, police department showed up as well because it went on on the radio when I called and let them know. And I had said if they want to stop by, they're more than welcome. So all of a sudden, they all show up and they gave, uh, foot, what was it, basketballs to the Footballs to, the kids. Footballs to all oh, the kids. Yeah. And we had nice. just this line of cop cars in front of the house with all the neighbors. It was really cool. Uh, looked out in the audience and I'm like, those are uniforms. Oh, my God, they've been here the entire time. <laughs> That's so fun. That's great. And of course, without even thinking about it at the end, I, I just assumed it was the firefighters because I had called and reported it to the fire department. So mm -hmm. I thanked the firemen for coming out and there was this awkward silence because I, I had a big bright light in my face. I couldn't see. And I looked out and I go, oh, oh crap. I am so sorry, guys. <laughs> I just assumed and I felt awful. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> yeah, funny. No, it, it, yeah. So, yeah, we've, we've kept busy with stuff and tried to, you know, do what we can. We uh, did it for a, a fan of ours. He wanted to entertain his neighborhood. So he invited us out. Uh, and we went and put on a show for his neighborhood as well and all the kids over there. So that was more recent than the last month. Either. Yeah, first weekend of October. So. Or sorry, second weekend of October. Yeah. Well, I have to say, as the rest of us being parents of kids that we're trying to keep occupied through this, thank you for doing that for all those kids. Yes. yes. <laughs> They're all bored. Well, we, yeah. we, got in, we got invited to do one on Halloween, but, you know, we wanted to do something for our kids. We couldn't go and entertain another group of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's, Even though that would have been a lot of fun to do a performance. But it so turned out that last night always... was so windy. That would not have been yeah, a good night for fire. Yeah, not a good fire night. <laughs> Everything would have been, been canceled, so. Uh -huh. <laughs> True story. Because wind is one of the things that will make us cancel. Yep. Which is really yeah. rare, but it's happened. Yeah. We canceled our big Renaissance Festival finale one year because of the wind. Right. That's right. It was just like last night, too. Oh, yeah. It was insane. 30, 40 mile an hour wind gusts and just mm -hmm. near constant. Mm -hmm. I remember that. That was uh, that was crazy. It was a very flat end to that year as well. Yeah, yeah, where mm -hmm. it was very anticlimactic. Well, when didn't... you take ritual out of your life, and this mm -hmm. is what our performances kind of have become to us is ritual. Exactly like Joe said, they mark the seasons of our lives, and without that, you know, there is a lot that feels like it's missing. And I really miss people like I like I miss engaging with people from the stage that mm -hmm. is hard to get, <laughs> you know. Well, I get like little photo reminders from Google Photos about what was happening mm -hmm. a year ago. And when yeah. I see the backstage shenanigans every time <laughs> I leave, leave my phone somewhere. Don't know what I you're talking about, Adam. It pictures never happens. of Brett and Dan Patton on my phone <laughs> <laughs> popping up. Uh, it makes me miss the backstage even more. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do recall that 
there might be a certain Uncle Brett and a certain little girl making lots of videos <laughs> with your phone, too, right. last year. <laughs> so what I would do is when Adam would have to go... Uh, Anything, do prop repair, use the restroom. <laughs> if, his, if he happened to leave his phone nearby, I would grab it and shoot little videos or make posts on Facebook on behalf of him. <laughs> if he, and then, uh, yeah, and then your daughter Calendar got involved events. in it too. <laughs> yeah, Certainly naturally really like that. She did actually tell oh, yeah. me she missed that because Shane and Ashlyn were talking about what they miss out at festival. And Ashlyn goes, I miss taking daddy's phone and making videos with Uncle Brett. And like, that just Aww. sounds so wrong. But yes, I know what you're talking about. She would get so excited to do that. Can I make another one? So while we've been going through all this, is there, I'm sorry, Adam, if it's okay, if I keep asking questions. Yeah. Yes. Actually, he and I were talking about how we had no idea how to conduct today. Okay. So you take it away. Okay. Yeah, you're like, ah. you just sit there in your anniversary splendor. Um, <laughs> but has what sort of things has everybody been doing, you know, to kind of take care of yourself during this time, if anything special? Other than I lift heavy things. Yeah, yes. we're, we're down in the mm-hmm. gym lifting heavy things most of the time. Yes, I've, I've yeah. definitely been more consistent, regular lifting than I have ever been in my life. I also every had, other day or every every two days and then a rest day. Yeah. I had my fastest season on my mountain bike. Nice. Because <laughs> I had all these weekends free to go ride. So, yeah, cool. it definitely got a lot faster this year. Anybody else? Anybody else? Being outside. Being outside has been a big help for me. Like just being able to, you know, like go to the nature center with the kids or even just being in the backyard all summer. I was out there like every day I'd finish work, go outside, sit in the, uh, half the days I was working outside at my computer in the backyard. So big extension cord. <laughs> running to yeah. the house. Um, Cause it was the only way that I could stay sane. Mm-hmm. So yay. Winter is coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That kind of freaks me out. Yeah. It's like everything that I did during the summer to stay sane. It's like, Oh, now what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Need some snowshoes. I want snowshoes. Cross country skis. That's what I, yes. I want to do. That. <laughs> we could join I'll, the bouldering wall. I just wall got some last year. <laughs> How about you, Brett and Joe? What have you guys been doing this summer? Just I've been those... lifting her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Santa Jam lifting. Um, yeah, we've continued doing a lot of um, acro practice. Um, you teach. I teach belly dance, so I've been pretty busy trying to keep my students motivated. Um, Which, by the way, we will have in the links of the show if anyone wants to take Joe's class. Yes. Oh, yay. And actually, I'm branching out on my own to do stuff as Candelara. Um, Yeah, but keeping them motivated, um, it's been helpful for me to... And it also helped, they tell me it's helpful for them, for me to consistently search for, through music. And it's like, if we all do this together, we can, you know, learn this choreography and then you can perform it, you know, in front of your camera, send it back to me and I'll place it together. So it's like we perform together. Um, oh, nice. Okay. So, That's really cool. so kind of constantly trying to keep that up to, you know, up in spirits. Um, I've been doing a lot of virtual shows, belly dance wise and, um, Constantly searching for music and ideas, like, oh, what, what can I do next? Um, so, trying to go for walks as much as we can, too, you know, which will, of course, get harder the colder it gets. Yeah. So, and a few bonfires. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you I got think, a smoker. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I guess that counts. I got a smoker right at that the beginning is great of everything. Care. Yeah. yeah, and I've actually been eating healthier because I just a lot of times we walk up because there's a meat market not too far away, and we'll get mm-hmm. stuff there and just throw it on. And nice. Uh, so yeah, a lot healthier eating than I had been doing beforehand. Shopping local. So I'm hearing yeah, that you're going to be sm- bringing lots of smoked meat next festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's that's what I mean, yeah, we can bring the pit boss there. out back. I mean, <laughs> yeah. nice. Actually, that would be great because. Can you imagine yeah. the Uber show just waves of smoke meat smell coming from backstage? Uh, Get out there in the morning and fire it up, put uh, in a pork butt. Yeah. Yes. Slow That'd cooking all day long. Oh, so, Chris, what have nice. you been doing to take care of yourself, sir? What have I been doing? Yeah. I work endlessly and I groom my beard. <laughs> <laughs> the beard power. Uh. That's right. Yes. I walk all over the place on my job. I climb on top of houses. I climb through attics and crawl spaces. I, I basically go have adventures and play Sherlock home of the house. And I hear you're like a monkey. Oh, he, he is. Can he can get into attics. I've never even thought of being able to get into. That's why I said we should go join a bouldering wall, Chris. You'd have a great time. Yeah. For how big Chris is, he is yeah. very nimble. It's yeah. terrifying sometimes. Mm-hmm. I actually remember that one person said that about you when you were dancing. What was that? Someone at the back of the audience said oh, you were so graceful or something. I don't remember what it was, but somebody was really yeah. blown away by you yeah. on stage there, baby. Um, well, <laughs> I remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember what they said. I know. It was hilarious, though. Um, for my yeah, self-care, what like... the hell have I been doing? I mean, You have your dance studio. I have yeah. a dance studio, and then I built it, and then I was like, well, I'm too depressed to dance. And so then I didn't for a while. But then I take classes like every now and then, and I try. So I'm trying is what I do. And... It's... I did a lot of extra projects, like um, d- designing a bunch of stuff for Fondazi merchandise and working on a podcast, which pretty much if I keep myself busy doing projects, that's what makes me feel good and happy. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I have all that energy, and I don't know if you guys are feeling that pent-up extra energy that needs an outlet somewhere since you're not performing, but that's my big thing is like, I need to create if I'm not out there on the stage. Mm-hmm. I had more. I had more energy during when Minnesota Renaissance would have been happening. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now I have no energy. Well, I think that's kind <laughs> of what you were talking about. That's yeah. the whole. I'm trying not to burp. Sorry. <laughs> Part of that might be the seasonal shift too. Everybody wants to hibernate for winter. Yeah. Well, somebody yeah, keeps feeding me potatoes. <laughs> not it. Potatoes are good. Potatoes are super girl. good, but they make me fall asleep. that's why you should dance more oh i I, well okay would you guys like to have the full spousal confrontation right here i would dance more but i've been asking you for the whole last nine months to come dance with me but i've been working endlessly oh and whose choice is that katie don't schedule him as much (laughs) (laughs) go on No, actually, She's last night for you, Brett, to get some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> last night, um, we actually did a very big, big self-care thing, which is, um, Christo and I are, you know, more of the druidic pagan bent with our spirituality, and so, in the gale force winds, we went outside and did a little ceremony for 
Samhain and leading into All Saints Day, which is a mishmash of our collective faith practices. And that was actually incredibly good. And I felt really good all day after, you know, touching back into that. And I think that for the two of us specifically, re-engaging a bit more with our spiritual practice is something that I think that would go a long way towards helping through the dark winter that's coming along. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying dark winter to be depressing. Everybody around Minnesota knows it just is a dark winter. It just is. It is. Yeah. 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 Everybody gets locked in the house and eventually eats somebody. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I just talked about how much good everything is done. <laughs> Going with the dark winter. I was I was thinking Henselman from I, uh, American Gods. Yes, and Chris nice. was born in January, so like he fully owns this whole dark winter narrative. Well, I'm a child of winter. I fully embrace it. Embrace it. it. One of the things I'm sad about is the conservatories won't be open, oh. which is one of the huge things I love to do. Yes. You have you yeah, we like to go to there, too. I've been filling my house with plants. That's been a yes. huge help. Mm-hmm. House plants. Mm-hmm. I haven't killed my rose plant that you gave me. <gasps> oh. It's actually flourishing. It almost died. I brought it back to life, and I haven't killed Yay. it yet. Yay. <laughs> Very cool. So I know one big thing also that's been helping me is being able to be in touch with everybody. Mm-hmm. We have different rolling messages and being able to talk to people and just having somebody to be able to understand what I'm going through. Or if you don't understand what I'm going through, at least you're like, pretend you do. Yeah. Have a sympathetic ear. Yeah. Totally. Validate your feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I know that. Not... Oh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I know typically women are better at that than men. Um, I don't know if the guys have found outlets like that. I tried to have a Fondazi man group, but it didn't last very long. <laughs> was it just you and Alan talking? It was pretty much just me and Alan shooting messages back and forth. Chris would get in every That's once in a while. That's because I was working, and all of a sudden my phone blows up, and it's like, do, 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 do. I was like, what the? And by the time I got done with work, there were so many messages. I thought, I, I can't deal with this. <laughs> Brett never like contributed a, at all. It was like a Bible by the time I got done. <laughs> 73 missed <Yeah>. messages. <laughs> we were, they were working, too. Technically. Yes. You know your boss is on that message, thing, right? <laughs> Just saying. Yep. <laughs> well, we have the yeah, women have one, so yeah. <laughs> you keep me up to date on everything that's happening in Fondasi and around the world. That's yeah, true. Adam doesn't read stuff, so when I tell him, he's like, "Wait, what happened?" I'm like, <laughs> "That is exactly my relationship with Chris." <laughs> <laughs> Kind of the same here, actually. <laughs> Kristen, how about at your house? No, no, okay. more on top of stuff than I am. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. Uh, all right. Why do you keep looking at me? I don't know. I'm just waiting for something cool to happen, I guess. We are not in The Incredibles. <laughs> I know. I knew exactly what you were <laughs> So... Now that we've kind of identified the source of our ennui or discontent, what are some things that uh, we can maybe try to do as a group to combat that and maybe inspire our followers? Well, 
we had discussed and then I had absolute zero follow through on this because then I started getting performance anxiety, which is ridiculous. I should not be afraid of performing in front of my other Fondazi, but it's just been so loud. But um, we talked about any time that we just do some like free play with like jamming with music or dance, free dance or anything like that to record snippets of ourselves and share it to our our secret Facebook group where we post fun videos for Fondazi um, and, you know, inspire each other a little bit that way just by sharing, this is what I've been up to. This is what I'm working on. Here's me creating art so you can see. Cause that's one of the things we also identified that we missed was just seeing each other creating because mm -hmm. when you see each other do that, it motivates in your own mind. And so, I mean, I think that, if we could actually get that rolling, it would be good for us. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that. that would be good. I just, at the same time, I always hesitate before I do anything. Like I said, I haven't touched the fire props for so long, but. Well, you could if, show us videos we of you lifting. It. I mean, anything, <laughs> anything that's bringing yeah. you joy. That is true. Or cooking. If anybody wants to do a, uh, a cooking video and give us cool recipes in the group, I'm cool with that. Cause I'm so tired of eating the same stuff I make. Chris, cooks for me most of the time because he's my hero but we could Haley share anything Alan cooks at our house yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haley's been cooking a lot at our shimmy. house <gasps> shimmy lessons what <laughs> oh go ahead and say that again Joe yeah I couldn't hear you what I can always like? teach you to put the guys in corn bells and teach them how to shimmy I think we should I do that. I don't see how that's going to inspire me. Uh, that's not going to inspire <laughs> Might you, inspire but it will us, inspire though. us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It gives joy in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It gives Chris already has a respond to. I have seen Chris. Yes, I've seen you shimmy. I've seen you in a full belly dance. Yes. And you're good. Ooh. Alan will shimmy you guys into the ground, though. Well, Alan is part snake. He is. Have you seen him dance yet, Joe? No. He needs to take I one of your have. classes. Oh, Alan is a phenomenal dancer. Ooh, that's that's an interesting little tidbit. Yes. It's all that yoga. He's bendy. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. <laughs> he has he has taken classes with Adam and I with, uh, at Lifetime with my sister. Mm -hmm. Zumba classes? Yeah. Oh, fun. He has Zumba classes. He used to come to those. We should do a, a Fondazi class with Candelora. Yeah. That would be then cool. We could post it online. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. I think that would be awesome. Teaching different arts. Yeah. We call it cross training. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. We should. We've tried to do a lot of cross training. We should start doing some more. Yes, we should. Maybe everybody should light something on fire this week, too. Is that like homework? We, get it? Yes. we have to give out homework? We should do homework. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that we need homework in order to keep us all going. If we're going to try to That's like... That's really not a bad idea. Yeah. Like your assignment this week and just something small, almost like more of a scavenger hunt than a homework assignment, you know, but it's just yeah. like, it's your assignment for this week. Like, fine. Yeah. That would... We find and throw some fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the that. musicians. Right, yeah, that might well, might have some trouble can there. Readily can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kristen, I'm sure if you got something on fire, you'd be willing to throw it away from you, right? I could do that. <laughs> I guarantee where it would. <laughs> Brett will come and put it out. <laughs> Brett will stand there and look at you and go, ah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. He's got it. It's not a problem. I only do that to Adam. <laughs> 
this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I care about everyone else's safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. That is true. I do remember uh-huh. you once told me when you said, hey, Katie, um, I want you to stand in between Adam and I while we throw the flaming stabs around you. And I go, what? And you go, you actually looked really serious for me when you go, don't worry, I'm mm-hmm. not going to let it. I'm not going to let it hurt you. I promise. And I said, okay. And you haven't. He has. I'm going to point that out, that Adam has hit me with the staff before, but Brett, you have never not taught a staff. And the audience is missing the the side eyes that Katie just gave (laughs) 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 That's good. So we're going to do a little bit of challenge work to just engage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Try to like be it. accountable to each other a little bit and just like, hey, did you play with some fire? Did you play some music? Did you dance? Did you move? Yeah. yeah. yeah weekly, um, weekly assignments. Do we have a uh, one of our recorded performances we could put out there for our Patreons to engage with? We have several recorded performances. They did the words. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to schedule a time where we could try to do the Mystery 3000 whatever yes. where we watch a performance. Yeah, yes. we really got to get that done. That'd be cool too. I wanna, <sighs> even if it's just one piece, it doesn't have to be a whole show. It could be just one one piece. Yeah, I think that doing one piece would be a nice mm-hmm. bite-sized snippet for people to enjoy. Yeah. yeah. How do we do that? We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Um, I have no need for this episode to be the length of a normal episode. I feel that would be too forced if we just keep making ourselves talk through things that are difficult. Um, I don't know where everyone's feelings are at now for where we're at with the conversation. I have something exciting. What? Tell us. Normally every year that things move so quick that before I know it, it's snowing in winter and my tiki torches outside the fuel freezes and I, they're worthless all winter. But this year I got proactive and switched it out with diesel. So now all winter <gasps> we can use the tiki torches. Yay! Yay! So, yeah. Yeah. Are they all switched out? Yeah, they're all switched out. They're already winterized tiki torches. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So there's a pro tip blend? for everyone. Oh yeah. <laughs> the extra hot winter blend diesel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know if we've ever actually talked about that weird thing that we discovered. That diesel's tiki torch worthy? No, that the no, winter blend diesel. The winter blend is hotter <laughs> on the props. Yeah, yeah. because, um, and this will just be a fun little tidbit. We can throw this out for Patreons or whatever. But we discovered after a couple seasons where at the end of the year, we were like, why is everything feeling hotter? Because the ambient temperature was getting colder. So usually that makes fire less hot. There's less humidity in the air. But at the end of the season, the torches, like all the props would be so hot. And we do a blend that involves diesel. And then I think, Chris, did you discover? Who was it that figured out that? I think Adam or Brett figured it out that it was winter blend. Yeah, that the the diesel were just getting it from yeah. the pumps and that you know they changed the blend for winter use and it burns hotter and so it really was literally getting hotter so those last uber fire shows the very final ones with the tentacles are actually significantly hotter so warm <laughs> yes so what you're saying is we should use winter blend all the time no no Stockpile winter blend? No. Back me up here, Brett. Just get a big drum of it. <laughs> I would be okay Actually, with that if only backstage. Adam used it. 
What were we doing not buying a drum of diesel when gas prices collapsed? Like, good question. Missed that one. Yeah. Adam. Damn it. Sorry about it. <laughs> it would be a good idea. Like, we could get, get a barrel with an agitator. We could always have fresh fuel. We could just pump it out whenever we needed it. I think that we're big enough. We should do that. Just pour all 100 gallons into a big drum at the beginning of the season. With a but we needed it. some land. Or we can just park like, a big Yes. <laughs> Start crafting our Mad Max vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Do a Mad Max show. Always yeah. wanted to do a Mad Max show. I yeah. know. I, you guys have should. done a look Time. that was, you know, pretty Mad Maxy, right? I remember that from Brett and Joe early on in your career together. Mm. Yep. That was pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was one of my that was the first summer together. Yeah, I could be the Lord <laughs> Humongous and Brett could be butt flap guy. Oh, you, you're going to be butt flap guy? Did you just volunteer yourself? No, no. I said, I'll be the Lord Humongous and Brett can be the butt flap guy. <laughs> you just need a cool mohawk. Uh, I don't know butt flap guy. It's from... Rush, uh, Rush Road Warrior. Yes. It's the second mm-hmm. one in the series. Mad Max. Okay. He's... There's, like, actually look up the backstory of butt flap guy after the fact and read about all the adventures he had freezing his butt off, literally. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right, I think that we have derailed entirely. Yeah. I thought that <laughs> this was this is point nothing new. Um, no. Do you do you feel competent? You know, do you feel inspired at all to do a wrap up, Adam? Or not necessarily. Okay, I will. Um, thank you everybody for talking about this not easy to talk about subject. You know, I think it will hopefully help other performers out there. I mean, if anybody wants to leave comments on our Facebook post about this, when we share this episode, let us know how you're holding out out there. You know, if, if you're also a performer, let us know what you've been up to. If you have any thoughts about, you know, things that people can do to kind of inspire them to get back to creating. Um, But this is very personal. I just want you guys to know that I really appreciate you taking the time to have these conversations out in the public eye. Yes. Thank you, everybody.